Welcome to the world of Krim and the legendary Dragonlance. Happy Friday, ladies, gentlemen, and others, and welcome to Wicked Studios presents Dragonlands colon Dragons of Flame, comma, part six. Just saw (laughs) Gary's picture. That is the best. (laughs) Gary, as you can tell, is not with us tonight. He's feeling a little under the weather, so this is what he gets. This picture was taken... Sophomore year of college. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. At the University of Miami. Um, I'm not even gonna explain why he's wearing that because it I, I'd rather leave it to your imaginations. Um so anyway, we're here playing the original Dragonlands modules in fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons. Getting close to the end of the second module, Dragons of Flame. Although, who knows what's going to happen with this crazy group of characters. Um, You really should have ended this two sessions ago, but (laughs) we'll we'll see how long it takes you. You know, I don't believe any of that I don't think we should rush it, though. I don't, I don't, I I think just let you guys do what you're going to do. You say that on everything, though. Like you know, it should have been this. It should have been that. Yeah, but you know, you, are you secretly trying to get us to speed up? Is that what it is? No, I'm fine. Okay. with you guys going at your own pace. I've got nowhere to be. <laughs> anyway, guys, I'm go. Adam. I am your dungeon master here tonight, the master of dungeons, and we are in a sort of dungeon tonight. Master, 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 master of dungeons. Just want to go around the horn and uh, talk to the other folks. Kem Chan, why don't we start with you? Who are you playing tonight? Oh, sure. I'm Kem Chan. I'm playing Gorel Nightfoot, the uh, human fighter, rather, lar- rather large fellow, and his adopted dad, um, Flint Fireforge, the dwarf fighter. All right. How about Jason? What about you? Uh, hi, my name is Jason. I am playing Zane, the elven wizard, who is the twin brother of Zarek. Coincidentally, KD, who do you who are you playing? I'm playing Zarek, who is a twin blood brother of Zane. He is a uh, elven fighter. And then, last, certainly not least. Oh, by no means. We save the best for last here. Aw, what are you sucking up for? I don't know. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's possible I might kill another one of your characters tonight. Oh, there anyway, you <laughs> Will Dot Player, <laughs> who, are you, who are you playing tonight? Well, as of last week, I we introduced the one, the only, the Arch Wizard Linus, and I play Golden. What uh, <laughs> What happened to Swift Fox? You killed him mercilessly without any any cause or provocation. He's still here. He's uh, he's in a tomb. You guys left him in the tomb. Yeah. You know That's what? Right. It's true. He could get raised or become an undead. So, yeah. So there's still options. No, he was killed by a wraith. That's he what was, was killed right? by a wraith. Yeah. He was killed yes. by a wraith. Yeah. On a on a on a really big crit. <laughs> For the, yeah, that fucked you up. For those of you watching at home who have only read the books, and are expecting this to be. <laughs> even somewhat remotely like the books, you're going to be disappointed. 
Um, no. That being said, we make our own fun here. And where the original group always cat you know always said well you know they're you know the unlikeliest group of heroes i beg to differ this group here is the most <laughs> unlikely group of heroes they the the other group from the books were fairly heroic so why don't we get into it previously on dragonlance i didn't write this down so if i forget anything we're just uh remind me I was on vacation this week, so... Shut up. Nobody wants to hear that. I just didn't do anything. <laughs> I definitely don't want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Cleric2001, for following. Huzzah! Thanks, Cleric. So, last week, the group continued their way through the Slamori, but first they encountered a Kender who seemed to know about them was sent to look for them by someone he claimed was named Fisbin the Fabulous. And the group who don't trust or like anybody <laughs> eventually followed him just to cry bullshit when it turned out that he was wrong, I think. He wasn't wrong. He wasn't he wrong was just, at all. He was just out of order. Yeah. So he brought them to go see Fisbin. Um, also met um, in a prison cell a number of women, including a woman named Marita. Um, and there was a cleric of the Seekers named Elliston, who was on his deathbed. And... Goldmoon healed him, and it kind of gave him a crisis of faith. And all of the time that he spent worshipping these new gods, when the old gods, in fact, now there's proof that they didn't turn their back on the people of Kryn, kind of made him take pause. Um, that being said, it wasn't enough to convince our group of heroes that they should really help them. They kind of figured, let's fling open a couple of doors, let them out, go about our business. We've got shit to do. Meanwhile, the only reason that they're here is, in fact, to free the prisoners <laughs> and to uh, distract the dragon army that is there so that the elves, including Zane and Zarek's mother, <laughs> can uh, flee as safely as possible. Uh, to a new home because their ancient home of Qualanesti was in immediate danger as the dragon armies have continued to just take over town and village and city uh, from the north down. They were also told by Linus about something that could help them in the Slamori. Turned out that it was a sword um, that was in the tomb of Kith Cannon, who was a, a hero of the elves, uh, one of the first kings, well, the first king of the Qualanesti elves. Um, a relative of, well, distant relative, thank you, Alex McDonald, for now following. Huzzah! Huzzah! A Thanks, distant Alex. relative of Gilthanus and Lorana. Um, 
the uh, prince and well, one of the princes and princesses of the Qualinesti elves, Lorana, in fact, was taken prisoner. Um, and the group found her um, in a room full of draconians that were able to rescue her. Um, she decided that she was going to follow the group to prove herself to Gilthanus um, and also to, um, to to stay by Zarek, who she had a child. Thank you, Alex McDonald, for liking the stream. Huzzah! Huzzah! Thanks, Alex. So she had a childhood crush on Zarek during the time that Zarek has been away. That crush remained, so she followed him. Um, not really thinking things through. So now she bit off a little bit more than she can chew, was captured by the guards, luckily rescued by the companions. So that's one rescue. Boom. Check it off the list. <laughs> Good Take enough, some might say. So in the... Oh, that's not what I wanted. Um, sorry, I'm trying to do two things at once here. In the tomb of Kith Cannon, the group saw an empty scabbard without a sword, thinking that this may be the help that they were looking for, the item that could help them in their quest. They decided to keep looking, opened up a couple of doors. What do they find? A sword? Not exactly. They found a giant slug. Took down our man Gorel with one spit of acid. Oh, it's acid, man. It was acid. It was a lot of it, too. Uh, but you guys Fuck were able it. to take care of the um, of the slug. Lo and behold, who was also in that room? Our good friend Tannis Half-Elven, who the group had already forced out, um, even though he offered help and knew... Uh, information about Paxtarkis, which may help them. They said, no thank you, chump. We'd rather do it ourselves, because we don't trust you. So now he finds... He didn't, himself, he he didn't was, earn our trust yet. Come nope, on. but now That's he finds thing. himself in another compromising <laughs> position. <laughs> Immediately after he was supposed to have left, um, Lorana did say that Tannis had told, uh, you know, basically told her where the group was going, gave her directions, said that he couldn't get back in here because of the magic lock, which only Gilthanus could open. Yet, here he is. And not only is he here, he is holding a sword. And he says to you guys... As soon as you kill the the slug, I know this looks bad, but I think you're going to want this. Get him. And he holds out the sword, and that's where we start tonight. Well, the good thing is, is that Swift Fox is dead. So Linus trusts everybody, so he's got that on his side. <laughs> it is a good thing that Swift Fox is dead. Oh, oh my boy. God. So uh, Zane will... Zane will level his staff at the traitorous half-elf and um, say to him, put the sword on the ground now. Hey, hey, hey. Let's not make any rash decisions. Don't talk. Decisions put it here. on the ground. You know what this is, right? 
You know what this is, right? Uh, looks yeah, like that's a, staff. a staff. Probably magical. Looking at your robes, there, friend. Drop the sword now. Last hey, Curly, chance. look, another half elf. Hi, how you doing? My name's Linus. <laughs> um, he's gonna say, "Okay, all right. Look, this. I got this for you." And he leans down. He's got one hand up. He's got one hand on the sword. He places it very gently on the ground. Left oh. coast got elves just have no chill. Turn <laughs> <laughs> around. Is he a bad guy? Yes. Oh, no, I'm not. Put your hands on your head. Uh, I didn't realize on the ground. Half elves could be bad guys. That's not all elves were good guys. You want me to tie him up? I can tie him up. I'm good at that. Don't. There's no need. There's yes, no need. I up. can explain everything. Okay. Gag him too. I'm tired of his lies. Gilthanus says, wait, 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 wait. Let's let's hear him out. Why? Are you sure? I tie a really good knot. Yeah, please. Time, Want me to pick up, up the sword? You can still tie. You can still be tied and talk. Linus will go over and pick up the sword. He'll start dragging it. Whoa, 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 please. This is don't. Zarek, that, that's yours. That's I was going to give it to Zarek. I can give it to Zarek. I've got muscle. <laughs> All right. Maybe Zara can come and pick it up because this. No, I've got it. I got it. This is a, this sword. This sword is Worm Slayer. Oh, it doesn't look like you've a worm heard slayer. of this. And he looks at. Why would you need a sword to kill a worm? Worms are small. Zane and Zarek. <laughs> He's ignoring you. Everybody ignores me. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is Kith Cannon's sword. Would you Flint know, know this sword? What are you doing with it? Okay, here's the story. Is he on his knees yet? Yeah, he is. He is. He's Sounds got his good. he's got his hands up on his head. He's he listens to you. Um, he won't resist, and he says, "I made a couple of mistakes. The first being letting my friend and he looks at Gilthanus go with you people alone." Sometimes my, well, the human part of me, I, I make rash decisions. Careful. <laughs> <laughs> then my second mistake, because I was still angry, was letting Goldmoon, and I'm sorry, princess, go off on her own like this. Oh, you're a princess? <laughs> she looks as yes, as a matter of fact. <laughs> um, Lin Linus has drugged the sword over to you. Uh, yeah, yeah I, and every screech that it makes and scrape that it makes, <laughs> you can see a little piece of Tannis's heart dying. So I left. I, I was headed back, and then I I realized that The reason that I was sent here was originally with Gilthanus was to help protect him. And I'm sure you don't remember me, but I remember you. When I was a child, Gilthanus was the only friend that I had. It wasn't easy being somebody like me. 
in Qualanost. You mean a traitor and a liar? No, I mean a half-elf. And you've always treated me like garbage, even when we were kids. Never letting me join in. And, and frankly, I was fed up with you then, and I'm fed up with you now. That being said, again, I made a mistake, and I shouldn't have left Gilthanis, and I definitely should not have left Lorana on their own. So I came back. I wasn't sure where you would be, so I came to the door. I found that it was not, in fact, locked. And Gilthanis nods and says, Well, in order to lock it, I would have needed to use the magic again, and I thought that if we were trying to rescue the prisoners, sending them back through this way would be the best way, and frankly, I wasn't sure if I would make it, and if we weren't able to get them out of here, then our mission would not be a success. So the door was open, Tannis continues. I came in. I saw the marks on the floor. Saw that there was a battle. The only closed door I happened to look in and I saw the, the body of your friend. Apologize, but I don't remember his name. Nobody does. <laughs> The chat does. <laughs> <laughs> I am Swift Fox. No, I am Swift Fox. Oh, God. <laughs> so I came looking for the sword. Having studied history and knowing what I know of this place, although I hadn't been inside, I figured considering there were no tracks here that you had missed it and well I think this sword could help us in these trying times us yeah like me you the princess the you world the princess. this isn't just about you wizard there's more at stake He's already said too much. He's a, he's a traitor and a liar. You can leave. I'm not the one wearing the red robes. I'm a good guy. Oh, red means you're a bad guy? I didn't know that. I thought black was. Black's even worse. <laughs> too many colors. It's confusing. It's three. three uh, forget it. It's. Fizzben <laughs> wears gray robes. He's a good guy. I can help you if you'll listen and let me. You've done nothing to earn trust. <sighs> Neither of you. Ooh. We're, we've been given the mission by the king. Right. Of the I was given the mission first. And you decided to spring a trap on us. Thanks, Zort47FF, for gifting a sub to me to this. <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> Thanks, Zort. Thanks a lot. I can give you information about what is in here. I can give you information about Pax Tharkis. Do you even have a plan? Yes, free the prisoners. Cause a distraction. Oh. 
Yeah, that's not a plan. That's the objective. Great. For example, you know about the the defense mechanism of Pax Darkus, I'm sure. The dragon? No. Although rumor has it that there is a dragon here. I'm talking about the building itself. And how do you know of this information? Again, I did my homework before coming on this mission. Like the story from one homework. from a member of the other side trying to gain our mm. trust. If you remember, this was a fortress built by elves and dwarves together. It's only recently that these armies have taken it over. I'm not even sure that they know about this defe- defense mechanism. Ooh. <laughs> but what do I know? I'm just a traitor. Yep. What about you, Flint? You should know about it. You're a Zane's, Zane's going to turn around and start walking away. Flint will gra- grab Zane's arm, stop him. He's like, you know, he might have information. I don't trust we him. Could keep, I think we could keep him tied up. We can keep him tied up. Okay. He's your responsibility. Gilthadis stands up and says, no, he's mine. Here I thought only that the Draconians and the Goblins were the bad guys. Who knew? (laughs) And he is right, Gilthadis says. He is right about one thing. We do need... All we got to do is listen to, or not listen to him, but we'll keep him tied up. Look, I'm willing to go with you. This is a dangerous place. If we get into trouble, I'm not going to be just a sitting duck out there waiting to be slaughtered. At least agree to untie me if there's a fight. Nope. What about the rest of you? Does he speak for all of you? A wizard of all people? Gagan I thought f- all of the elves were good people. <laughs> I say, don't untie him. <laughs> oh, Garel, I mean, untie Garel, him. <laughs> Garel looks at him and he goes, I know him, him and he points to Zane. I, I know him way better than I know you. I trust him way more than I trust you. But if you do know as much as you say, that will be useful. Until he springs the, the final trap and turns on us at the end. Mm. If that does happen, and then Garel like picks up his hammer. <laughs> if that is the case, he won't live to see this, this, the trap sprung. And then even Flint is like, I like that idea. <laughs> what can I say? To get you to at least listen for a moment, and I'm not listen expecting for too trust. Long already. We've been listening. It's like <laughs> just say what you need to say. We've been listening. Fine. Above the front doors of the fortress, there's a 
a series of boulders. It can be sprung to fall in front of the doors, blocking the entrance. The goal is to protect the fortress itself. My thought is that we can use this on the way out to block the fortress from the dragon armies escaping. At least the dragons, they won't be able to fit through these small hallways. Well, the dragons can fly. The dragons are a different issue altogether. Oh. I'm, truth be told, I'm not sure what to do about those. Although this weapon is designed specifically to fight dragons. Is he armed? Oh, yeah. He's got a bow. He's got a sword. He's got a Great. dagger. Disarm him. All right, Flint. Flint will take off his uh, his weaponry. Okay. Give the bow to um, um. What's... I'll take it. No, the Carolithlon. The girl. To Carolithlon. He's already oh, got a to, bow. Uh, That's not fair. Yeah. Lorana. Give the the yeah. bow to Lorana. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't have a bow. That's her. Name. Would you like to know how to get? To this, or are you not interested? Walk, don't talk. Where are we going? Well, you seem to know the way. Lead on. All right, he'll stand up. I'm assuming you've tied his arms behind his back. Behind his mm -hmm. back, yeah. Okay. And uh, he will, for expediency's sake. <laughs> Bring you back to the chain room that you were in originally. Uh. Um, Is it just a regular bow and arrow? Yes. Regular bow. Yep. Longbow? Yeah. The sword. You took the sword, Zarek? Yeah. Um, you had the worm slayer sword. Okay. Um, hold on. I'm going to give you... I'm going to show you guys the sword. Ooh. <laughs> and. Uh, Jinx, you owe me a Coke. This will be in <laughs> yeah. KD's journal. All right, so the information on the sword is there. It gives you a plus two bonus to attack and damage rolls. Nice. Um, if you're fighting a dragon, it deals an extra 3d6 slashing damage. And you have advantage on saving throws against all dragon spells and breath weapon attacks. Um, the sword is immune to the death throws of the Boz Draconian, so it will not get stuck. Mm. Um, it also has the unusual property of buzzing loudly whenever a dragon is within 30 feet of it. Uh, the noise is loud enough to be heard uh, by an awakened dragons within 300 feet. And you should have that in your in your uh, journal now, Katie. Got it. Thank you. All right. So um, we'll just say that everybody's over in that area. Um, we've got most of the people. The other ones I think I have to bring over. Uh, so he says through here. 
Hold on one second. Sorry. Uh, my kids are blasting Adventure Time uh, from the <laughs> other part Good of the choice. basement. All right. I'm assuming that's what it is. All right. If you look up here, and he gestures with his head because he can't point. The uh, yeah, left coast Scott generally for dragons within 30 feet. Most people have the unusual property of soiling their pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's really not that unusual, actually. <laughs> uh, if you climb this chain, you can see where it goes in through the ceiling there. And it's very high up. Um, I don't remember exactly how high, but it's well over 100 feet. Um, he... Uh, I'll find it. Um, it'll be difficult for all of you to go through. And frankly, I think the Kender is the only one that I'm sure will be able to fit. Okay, I'll go. Well, let's wait, 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 wait. And Flint, Flint's like, hey. <laughs> wait. If you climb this, you'll be able to get into the room where the defense mechanism is stored. From there, you'll be able to remove the chains and open the, uh, the, the door, um, which will send hundreds of huge boulders down um, in front of the door. We want to make sure that we do this after the prisoners have escaped. If we can get them because, well, the prisoners from what I've heard have been split. Thank you, Al Primario, for following. Huzzah! Huzzah! Thanks, Al. There are some that are in the main fortress and the others who have been taken uh, prisoner to work in the mines are out behind the courtyard of Pax Tharkis. So while the ones that are in the fortress, it's possible, ideally, although I don't know how many guards um, there are inside, impossible to bring them out through the Slamori. The others will have to go out through the main gate. But anyway, this was just my plan when Gilthinus had originally rounded up his first group to take on this mission. Well, let's go get the prisoners that we know where they are. Um, let's get them out of here. 
All right, what are you guys going to do? But we still need to disable that defense mechanism first, right? It would have to be done afterward. Yeah, we need to do it afterward. Oh, afterwards. Okay. okay. Can I climb the rope now? I mean, it's a chain. chain. <laughs> no. And the chain really is that big compared to you guys. No worries. Okay. All right. All right, let's, we go, need to let's, go the, let's go to the other prisoners, back to the room where the prisoners were. All right. So we will move back. And to give you guys an idea, let's move here first. Um, and I can't get to it because I've covered it. There we go. Um, so this is basic. Oh, you can't see it because uh, there's things you're not supposed to see in here. Um, I'll show you this one then. There's, there's going to be stuff in here that's hard to read. Don't worry about the writing. Just worry about the layout. So if you see down below over here, this is the Slamori. This is where you guys are. Uh, this is the chain room here. I don't see anything, Adam. I, uh, I didn't bring you guys over today. Uh, well, I see black. I see that. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Little square. There, hold there on. we go. Okay. Ooh. All right. So the Slamori is here. You guys are here in the chain room. Mm -hmm. Where's that, the Slamori? It's over on the bottom left-hand side. Okay. Gotcha. This is where Kith Cannon's tomb was. This is where the slug was. This is where you guys are now. There's the tomb where Swift Fox is buried. Um, that brings you here. This was that underground basement that you guys went into. This was the area that you explored already. This, you know, so this is where the three um, uh, cells were, as well as the room where they were holding Lorana. That goes up here. Um, this is basically what the the fortress looks like. Um, behind it is the courtyard. If you look way in the back, and, and um, Linus can confirm this, um, in the back, or is a sl the very back of the slave quarters, so uh, completely across the courtyard, off to the um, west is um, uh, where the, uh, um, what do you call it, the, uh, the, the slave mines are. So now I will bring you back over here. All right, and oh, that's the wrong one, I think. Hold on. That, that, where the heck? 
Well, why don't you tell the good people what, uh, what they can expect here on the uh, channel? Why, of course I can, Adam. Well, besides, as you know, every Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, we have this lovely show, Dragonlance Chronicles. But on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, we also have Greyhawk Adventures, where I, Will.Player, become Will.DM and uh, run them through the uh, original uh, D&D world of Greyhawk. On Wednesday nights, we have uh, currently uh, Wicked City Kindred, where we're playing at 9 p.m. Eastern Time also. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade V5. That's their cool way of saying uh, version 5 or edition 5. And uh, for all those who uh, enjoy uh, Greyhawk as well, don't forget coming up soon is uh, Virtual Greyhawk. Uh, there's a little button. If you're on Twitch, uh, we have a bunch of buttons right below the screen where you're watching everything, where you can press one for Virtual Greyhawk Con. It would take you right there. August 1st, uh, you can sign up for events. Also down below, you can find the button to lead you to the Wicked Studio Discord, where you can see us mumble around there. And if you could tell us if we're doing something good, something bad, stuff like that, there as well. Or just say hi. Or you, don't just have, say you, don't hi. To, you don't have to critique everything. <laughs> Sure you do. It's the internet. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. I do yeah. not know where the fuck that other map went. And this is why Adam doesn't want you to critique anything. He doesn't know <laughs> do what he's doing. I don't, it literally disappeared off roll 20. <laughs> Things like that happen. All See, right, anyway, we're going to notice this. Unlike when, when these problems would happen with me when I was DMing. <laughs> I don't say anything. <laughs> Adam, on the other hand, is all like, what the hell, man? <laughs> no, it really just, the map disappeared. Yeah. I know. Stuff like that happens, man. It, I'm agreeing with you. It's weird. Things never disappear from the internet. What are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, roll 20 if you'd like to be a sponsor. <laughs> We'd love to have you. Um, just bust out a, brink, a blank screen and draw it. No, I, 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 this right here where you guys are now, you see the screen? Yeah. Um, this. Um, oops, some of the wrong thing. Uh, this is the basement. You guys came in from this hallway over here. Um, this is the room that Lorana was in with the Draconians. This mm -hmm. is the um, the room with uh, Marita so Elliston. And um, Fisbin. This is where the gully dwarves were. Exactly, that's where the gully dwarves were. Um, did you go into this? There was a stairway leading up to somewhere. That's the stairway here. Mm. Oh yeah, this was just a storage room. Um, and um, this was just the hallway. Thank you, Jeff McDonald, for now following. Huzzah! Huzzah! Thanks, Jeff. All right. So you guys are going back to room 40, where uh, uh, Marita and Fisbin and Elliston and the other, there's like 16 or so other women. Is that right? Uh, did we check out this, this room? You did. It's a storage room where they took stuff, more stuff from the prisoners. You didn't open anything, I don't think. <laughs> Um, but it's right. full of other crates and stuff like that that were pretty clearly taken from uh, 
the, the prisoners over the, the weeks that they've been bringing people here. All right, so you go back. Um, Linus, you're going to try to open the uh, door. That's your will. Yeah, um, let me get my dude open. I take it so what you're saying. Oh, because we're back at the Duma Hicker. I got you. It's not a, it's a cell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't trivialize it. These are pe- these people are prisoners. Uh, all right, here we go. I'm going to roll. There it is. 20, baby. Yeah. <laughs> open it right up. They're still there in. There you go. At first, you know, they give a little start, then they see that it's you. Yeah, Linus goes walking in. I'm back. <laughs> all right, all right. Come inside. Come inside. Um, it's getting close to uh, the time where we would go and, and bring the, uh, the the children out to play. Oh. Says Can I come? Room. Are there children in these cells with them, or is it just the women? Um, in this cell, no. And Linus could tell you that the other two cells down here just have women. Um, okay. Do you ask where the children are? Yeah. Uh, Marita says, well, they're on the the next level. They have a, a room where they sleep, a room where they play. There's a room where mm-hmm. we can make them some food. And there is an area um, where they keep their toys and you know other thin other things to keep them occupied throughout the day. Um, they are guarded by a very old red dragon. She Uh-oh. well, while certainly dangerous. I don't know how to say this politely, but I'm not sure that she's all there. And you mean like she uh, girls like you mean like she's invisible? No, no. I mean, mentally, I, I think she thinks that these the children, our children, our are hers. Ah, and well, that's the good news is that she's I don't believe a danger to the children. That being said, I think that makes her more of a danger to anybody trying to remove the children, which is what we would need to do. Why don't we just take her with us? We could all ride on her back. Elliston, oh, we're going to go for Elliston. Uh, uh, We're going to go play. Elliston then stands up and says, um, I'm glad you came back and. I've been thinking of a way that we may be able to get you to the children without causing too much of a uh, of a struggle. Now there will be guards, but it'll be a risk, but Marita and I agree that it could work. Marita is in charge of the women who take care of the children. Uh, There are about, I don't know, roughly 180 children. 
There are more female prisoners on that on that same level. Uh, probably 200, 250 maybe. Including, then there are, of course, the ones that are down here with us, and that's probably about 50 to 60. Then there are the men in the mines. I don't believe that they will risk their families being killed in order to escape. That said, if we could get the women and the children out, perhaps through the way that you came in, I don't know. Um, I haven't, truth be told, been here, been able to explore this area. I've been locked here and I've been ill. This is really the only room that I've seen. But if we could dress you as the women who would accompany Marita, it's possible that we could bypass some of the guards at the very least. And as Marita has said, this dragon is very old and suspect how good her eyesight still is. She may not recognize you for who you are. Garel says, dress ooh like women. Yes. Oh, you'd make a great woman. We could do your hair up. Admittedly. I like you, kid, but shut up. <laughs> I'm not a kid. I'm a kinder. And he just pats you on the head. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Admittedly, it's going to be difficult to pass you off <laughs> as, <laughs> as a woman. <laughs> Um, and the beard is the least of it. <laughs> Flint is really laughing at that. Gold Moon will point out that she will be uh, not much help if uh, uh, if we have further uh, combat. She's completely depleted of any magic. Yeah, and Garel's really low on hit points. Is not is he is not uh, full strength. Could we take a short rest? Would that help grow? Yeah, because you'll get at least yeah. your second wind and action surge back. Do you have hit dice to spend? I'm looking. Um, I don't think so. Didn't you? Um, did you say you used my hit dice? I didn't use your hit dice. No, I used your second wind and your uh, my second wind. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So a short rest will definitely bring back my second wind. Yeah, that won't help us with gold, moon, but that'll okay. that'll bring some of our resources back. Yeah, at least you guys can get some hit points. Okay. So, what do you? And, and there's definitely time for a short rest. I mean, it's still it's difficult to say because we're locked in here about time, but um, I would say that we still have probably a couple of hours before they're expecting us. Okay. Um, if we try to leave sooner um there may be it may be advantageous to us um my concern is if the guards go into um well you didn't tell her that you guys fought uh in that other room right 
All right, so never mind. She won't say that. What about <laughs> the gully dwarves that are down here? What do they do? Gully dwarves are servants. Um, they don't really do anything. Um, there are some that are cooks. Um, some that um, are a little bit cleaner and w- <laughs> trainable. Sorry. That they, um, they raise an alarm. They could. That being said, um, the ones that are housed down here, and this is where their um, their barracks are, they typically don't come out of that area. Um, they don't like to anger the draconians. Um, or the hobgoblins that are here in the fortress. Um, I would think that unless they were specifically provoked, they probably won't be an issue, but I can't say for sure. These gully dwarves speak their own language. They do, but they well, they speak basically like a dumbed down version of dwarvish, and uh, they also a lot of them speak common. Not all, but a lot of them speak common. So Flint can talk to them, right? But does Flint want to talk to them? No. Well, I speak no. dwarvish as well. Do we know what fine. language Flint's like? Fine. Do we know what language the hobgoblins were communicating with them? Um, I know, I, I've heard them, and this is Marita talking, because she's been the one who's been out. Um, they, when they're together, um, you know, they'll speak their own languages, but, or when they're separate, I'm, I should say, they, they speak their own languages, but when they're uh, together, they, they will speak common. Hmm. Okay. Um, all right. And they don't like to leave their room, you said, Will they if they're commanded? Have you ever noticed them? Oh, leave? if they're they will do as commanded. Okay. They don't always follow the command exactly as given, but they do they do follow the commands. They're scared enough to do that. Great. So we could use that to our advantage. Um, and where is this dragon upstairs? Uh, the dragon is between the let me make sure I'm right about this the dragon is between where we would enter into the playroom um, and the children the playroom is directly up the stairs Um, not directly but it's close yes so we would go up the stairs we would go up the stairs yes go into the playroom then encounter the dragon. Then well, the first, the yeah, first we would go through the um, uh, the pantry, um, which would take us to the dragon's room, and from there there is a locked door where the children sleep. And who has that key? I have it. Okay. Huh. Well, I'd get it from the pantry, but I I, I have access to it. Is I can probably open it up. Go from the pantry. So from there, there are um, doors that lead to um, a long hallway which spans the 
from that map that I showed you before, that f the, the, the front-facing... So there's two towers, and then there's the front-facing mm -hmm. area. It would go through there. Um, from there, um, there are a number of rooms, um, including where the rest of the female prisoners are kept. Most of them are plains people. And there is a door that leads to the outside from there. However, it is barred from the outside. Um, so unless it's... open it from the outside. Right. Unless... And she looks at Garel and Zarek and Flint. Um, maybe it's possible um, to break it open, but... Um, other than that, we would need to find another way out, and I'll be honest, I I, I don't know of one. Because that will that mine, will lead to the courtyard. Where is the mine relative to our where we're going to come upstairs? Um, if you go out that door, that would bring you to the courtyard, and then you're looking at I don't know a. Uh, um, maybe six or seven hundred feet um, over to the uh, uh, to the southeast. At this time of day, that's where um, the men will be. Um, Working? Yes. Their barracks would be straight ahead from the door. Um, however, at this time of day, there wouldn't be anybody there. And about how many men are there? Hundreds, um, 400, 500. And how many guards? In that area, there are a number. There's also a barracks nearby, but not, they don't, I would say there's probably 75 to 100 guards. Um, we would have to sneak past. However, because of how they've separated us, the men in the mines have resigned themselves that if if they rose up against the draconians, which they could do in their numbers, well, they knew that, that we and the children would be slaughtered. Um, there are other... Um, uh, draconians and hobgoblins um, outside of there, but at any given time, there's no more than, like I said, 75 to 100. So, if we can get the gully dwarves to escort a prisoner over to the mines area... I think that would cause more confusion than anything because they wouldn't have the gully dwarves do that type of task the gully dwarves would, are more here a, to clean um, who would bring a prisoner over uh, it would be um, a hobgoblin or a draconian I, I suppose mm. okay um. that being said I mean there are people that bring food and water, other slaves, um, like us, food and water. Um, I would, don't know 
the timing. Um, well, what if we if we get the gully dwarves to help us poorly? Give them a give them a task that's too complicated for them to to satisfy, but they'll try and fail. It'll probably distract the guards to a point where we can utilize that distraction to sneak over to the the men who are in the mines and get them to help us def depose their oppressors. Um, Elliston says, "Well." Truth be told, I'm very concerned and, and cautious about betting anything on gully dwarves. If Flint laughs. He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, we, if we bet on them to fail. But just the fact that they would be doing something out of the ordinary would raise more alert, I feel, than anything else. That could be the distraction we need, though. Even if they were to try something new, and just that would distract them into be like looking at them. Thank you, Feyarl, for following. Huzzah! Huzzah! Feyarl, I think it's Feyarl. Feyarl. Sure. Um. Thanks, Fey. If we can secure the children and and the women. If we can get them out. We could always send whoever brings the food and water into the mines and let them know that let the men know that the that their families are safe. Then they would rise up. Then then we would have the numbers. Yeah. So basically you just gotta get the kids. And and the women out, and then tell the guys, and there you go. Right, and they'll raise up because they obviously outnumber mm -hmm. the guards. The only difference, the only difficult thing is then, well, just those pesky dragons, those so. right? <laughs> and getting and, everybody uh, and getting everybody out before the rest of the armies come in. Elliston, where are the dragons? So, they're flying around outside. Right? The dragons. Well, there's there's two that we know of, mm -hmm. um, and Marita will step forward and say, um, "There's." Um, Flamestrike who is the dragon that watches over the children Flamestrike sounds like a heavy metal band <laughs> hell yeah from the 80s yeah. <laughs> and there is Ember who is um, Verminard's personal dragon um, I be honest, I, I don't know exactly where he stays other than um, he has um, he's always with Verminard. Verminard's um, uh, quarters are almost directly above us, but on the other side of the... So basically almost above... If the children are above the Gully Dwarf area... And we're here. Verminard's chambers are above um, the room across the hall, um, and then out through the um, uh, um, the the basement area. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if he's here. I don't know if the dragon is here. Um, 
they will sometimes leave, although he has been here at least for the, the you know, this past week. Um, but he has known to... Yeah, left coast con. I'm pretty sure Amber stays wherever he wants. Yeah. <laughs> right? Stop reading the chat. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Sometimes they just pop up in my vision. Um, so when alerted, we can be sure that um, Ember and Verminard um, will at least go come out to see what's going on. And then when they see what's happening, engage. Um, if, uh, I, I would, I would doubt that flame strike would, um, although we haven't been put in this situation. So I don't know for sure. Unless she knows, unless she thinks that the children are in danger, she may stay where she is. Could we possibly utilize her attachment to the children to our advantage? Like, say that the draconians are going to come and kill them, or something like that. Would she? Would she be susceptible to something like that? I, unless she sees it, I don't know. Um, I've never known her to leave that area. Well, we can in, start in fact, getting... I feel like she's almost as much of a prisoner as, as we are. And I hate to say it, but I, I find myself feeling bad for her. We can start getting some of you out the way we came in. The women will not go unless they know the children are safe. I've said this before, and, and we need the children first. What if we wait until they bring the children back and then start getting them out? Is there any way, is there any reason the children would be coming back this way? No. Mm. And it, in order to get them down here, we'd have to sneak them past flame strike. Yes. Um, now, we could certainly say that they're, you know, we're going to bring them out to, uh, to the playroom. Um, Again, it's not necessarily time for that yet, but I don't know how much she's aware of of that. But if we can get them into the playroom, well, then the dragon would keep them safe. Well, the, then the then we would get a it would get them past the dragon. Oh. If you want, I could uh, make myself look like the really big, scary guy, Verminariars, and I could go and tell the dragon that, uh, <clears throat> hold on, uh, we're taking the kids out for some playtime. Don't you worry. Sounded just like him, didn't it? Remarkable. Girl pats you on the head again. <laughs> um, I like you, kid. <laughs> I'm not a kid. I'm a kinder. <laughs> yeah, kid. You keep saying that. <laughs> So I don't know. I think this is, if we can do this, if we can get the children out down the stairs and out through here, 
that's really the only shot is just to go sit and say, oh, we're taking them outside to play. Yeah. I mean, worst case scenario, the dragon says no, and then the kids don't go. <laughs> You've got to think of something else. That I is, mean, that is she the worst said, scenario. Well, she's. Yeah. They said that she's not going to hurt the kids or stuff. And if we're if she we're won't disguised, hurt the kids. But if we're disguised as the people that take care of the kids, I doubt if she'll hurt them either. She'll just say, "No, you won't," and we'll go, "Okay." <laughs> That's exactly you know? what will happen. Yes, try that. <laughs> Okay, I shouldn't take point on this. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody knows Adam wants to just kill my character, so we don't want to give him that temptation. Yeah, send Linus right into the dragon's den. Let's do that. <laughs> Dress up Linus. Linus doesn't care. <laughs> He's a kender, dude. He's got no fear. Yeah, no, it's true. All right, so getting us up there and into the... How many how many people normally go and tend to the children at any given time? Um, there's usually about ten of us. Okay. So, Gilthinus will say, if we can get them out through the slamori, um, there are paths that we. You know that my father discussed um, before we left Qualinost that could bring us to many different caverns um, to the south. If we can, in fact, block off this door or the door to the to the fortress, it would take days for them to be able to to get that to be able to follow with the numbers that they have now certainly there is the dragon um, but with the the tree cover and the mountain cover um, we'd have to hope that the dragon would be at least delayed um, if we're not able to do anything about him um, or them I guess I should say um we would still need to get somebody we'd still need to have somebody take the prisoners out and bring them to an area that we can agree on once um, we get them out of the slumory exactly sounds like a japper who's your who's your guys's old friend tennis <laughs> No, not Tannis. The other Tannis. dude, the guy who can't hit anything. Gilthinus, yeah. Gilthinus, yeah. yeah. Will volunteer to to get them out along with um, anybody else who wants to help with that. Tannis will offer to uh, assist. No, Tannis has a job that I need him to do. Um, Curlathlon will offer to assist since he's not here. Um, go. Gold Moon will offer to assist with that. Okay, so who's going to dress up to go get the kids? Eric. Can I come? Absolutely will. Uh, we need don't we need you here to climb up uh, the chain? Oh yeah, I gotta climb up the chain. Yeah. All right, I'll can't, go. Um can't Flint fit through that? Flint would have to climb that chain. He's got right. bad knees, bad back, and short legs. <laughs> <laughs> says wow. who he says. Wow. Uh, says who. Now Flint uh. is gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't said out loud. Yeah. Um, 
Fisbin says, I could go with them to do that. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot about Fizzy. Hey, Fizzy, you're a great wizard like me. You should go. Yeah, I am a great wizard. Thank you for saying so. I who know. Are, who are you again? I'm your bestest pal, Linus. Remember I gave you your hat? Wait a minute. That's my hat. You're wearing that hat. Oh, oh, so That's I am. Oh, here hat. you go. He gives his hat back to him. Um, then we would need... Flint just shakes his head. What, what it, uh, Fizbin is what? A human? He's a human. Okay. Old human. But a human. I, uh, He's I know skinny that. enough that he could fit through that space. Whether he can climb up that chain, who knows, but <laughs> in theory, he could fit through the space. Between me and Fizzy, we got it taken care of. Don't worry about it. You just tell me when. I'll start climbing. Can I climb now? Can I go up to the chain now? I want to go up now. Can I go up now? No. No. So Why not? Getting, the, getting the men across the courtyard and down through here would be difficult, right? Yes. It would be easier to sort of lock them out. It would be easier to get them through the main, main gates gate. because of where they're located. Right. I don't I don't think you you need to get the, the men anywhere. You just need to tell the men that the women and children are Right, safe. but we still need the men yeah, out of here. They still need the men out of here because Well, yeah, but because <laughs> otherwise you're not you're not saving anybody. Well, but that's Wait but a second, though. They can the, fight their way to this back entrance is what we, I'm saying. If we spring the defense mechanism, does that lock the men in? Yes, that's why we need to get out everybody out before. But wouldn't being locked in be good because no. then they can just come out this way once the issue is once everybody is aware that you're here this entire place goes on lockdown right so getting everybody from where they are outside down two levels and out this area one will be very difficult to do and then two we would have them be able to follow us through this secret exit that they don't currently know about, and then just be able to track them down, kill them, or take them back prisoners right. or whatever. So if we can get them through the, you know, get the children and women out through here before anybody's aware, which is why I suggest that you dress as the women that would go, we can unlock these doors wait until the children come down. Everybody leave at once. Um, Gilthanus and his team can um, escort the women and children out while um, the rest of you get the other women, um, get somebody to, or somehow get to the men um, to... Uh, um, to tell them that the children are safe and the women are safe and then hopefully get everybody in the confusion out the doors before the kender and the bumbling old wizard drop a bunch of rocks <laughs> and block their exit. And Gilthanus says, and then I can, I can also magically lock this door again, uh, which I did not do last time. And the other women, they're up where the kids are, so they would all come down with at the same time, right? Right. Yeah, ideally. 
There you go. And we would escape with the men in the commotion. The rest of you? Yeah. Sounds like a plan. All right. Okay. So I can turn Zarek invisible. Okay. Disguise myself as a hobgoblin and escort this prisoner as I pull half elven forward across the courtyard to notify the men. Ooh, there you go. That the plan is happening. Tannis gives you a look, but <laughs> the yeah. others the others have no problem with that idea. Time for you to prove your what side you're on. Who's going to go notify the kids and the women on the upper level? Well, you all are going to do that first, aren't you? Make sure they get out. Okay. Then, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the first thing. That, you got, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. And then you, you got to go past that way. Anyway. Once the once the prison riot starts, you guys will know, and that will be your cue. Linus to go climb the um to go climb the uh the chain climb the train yeah yeah and Goral and Flint and can you know add add to the confusion on the, on your end you know you can you is. can secure us a way through the gate from this side you're just going to tell the guys to wait x amount of time and then start the riot well once we know that the children are free, we'll go and be like, hey, uh, the children are free once we give a signal. And yeah, then that's that's I'll, the thing. What's the signal to let them know? I'll give a signal. Oh, they'll know the signal. We could. Yeah, we can. Yeah. What do you want the signal to be, Goral? Whipper will. Maybe Goral like rushing <laughs> out, <laughs> killing some draconians from behind. That's right. When you hear the draconians screaming in pain, that will be the signal. <laughs> Thank you, Sheldon Poplin Morley, for following. Huzzah! Huzzah! Thanks, Sheldon. So I will leave um, Sheba with Goral, and once we once we free the children, I'll leave Sheba with Goral. Zarek and I will take half elven. Across the courtyard, alerting all of the um, the men that the children and women are out and safe, and for us to start the riot. And then once once we did once we do that, I'll give Goral the signal through Sheba there that you he go. can start his distraction okay, and, or signal, and then Perfect. we'll go forward. Yes. Perfect. All right. So you guys um, gonna take a short rest first? I think so. Yes. All right. Definitely so short rest. You guys, we're gonna go to break during the rest. You uh, during the break, you guys can put together your short rest stuff and get all that worked out, and we will be back momentarily. So thanks everybody for hanging out with us on D and D Friday, and we'll be back momentarily. Yeah, don't go nowhere because you get to see a bunch of people die. I can't wait for this part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Right. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, since I have this on here. We'll figure this out. We've got um, some stuff going on. So we're missing a couple people for a moment, but they'll be back uh, shortly. So anyway, guys, um, you have taken a short rest. I'll put you back on the battle map. Oh, by the way, we are playing Dragonlance, for those of you who may have just joined. The original modules. And um, playing them in 5e with all original characters. Although... Some of your favorites from the books and the modules 
have popped up in NPC form, including Tannis Half-Elven, who is currently a prisoner of this group. So, you guys took a short rest in the, um, uh, uh, what do you call it, the, uh, the prison cell. We're going to start with Linus, because basically we've got two groups right now, which are going to turn into three groups. So, from what I understand of the plan, and tell me if I missed anything, Linus and Fizbin are going to attempt to climb the chain to the, um, the mechanism that will release the, um, uh, the rocks, the boulders, um, and block the door once all of the prisoners are freed. The rest of the group are going to dress like women, go with Marita to try to rescue the children and get them past Flame Strike the dragon. From that point, Gilthanus. Um, Goldmoon, Curlethlon are going to take the women and children um, out through the Slamori. Gilthanus is going to lock that door magically and meet you guys in the caverns to the south. Then the rest of you are go well, then Zane and Zarek are going to take Tannis. Zarek is going to cast an invisibility spell on... Z no, Zane is going to cast... I can't get these goddamn names. Now I know how... Uh, I was always annoyed because I have a twin brother named Anthony, Adam and Anthony. I could never understand why people couldn't get our names right. Now I get it. Now I get it. It took me this long, but I finally figured out how, even though they're two different names, it's very easy to mix them up. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's the, it's the, it's the, that's the problem when you have the same name. I have, I have cousins. Michelle, Megan, Mary, and Melissa. You think I get any of their names right? <laughs> God, I mean, come on. I've got another set of cousins, Kenny, Keith, Kurt, and Michael. Explain that one. Where'd Michael come from? Ran out of K names. <laughs> so anyway, the um, Zane is going to cast an invisibility spell on Zarek. Going to use um, Disguise Self on himself. Dress up or disguise himself to look like a hobgoblin is going to take, oh, did I freeze? I think you guys can hear me. No, I'm, no, no, I'm, you're frozen. I can hear me and they can hear me too. Am I back? Yeah, I'm back. Um, I believe everybody else heard me. So Zarek is going to disguise self as a hobgoblin, take the invisible Zarek and the tied up prisoner Tannis. I still love that, by the way. Um, and, um, Pretend they're locking him up and alerting, going to alert the other prisoners. Get them out they, in the commotion. 
which is going to spring Garel and Lorana, I guess, is the only two. Oh, and Flint. Garel, Lorana, and Flint. <laughs> the action hero. This is like Sean Hobbs, motherfucker. <laughs> if you haven't seen that movie, it's awesome, by the way. Um, to help get everybody out. And Witness is going to spring the defense mechanism. You're not... I can... We can still hear you. Everyone can hear me, too, I think, because this is still fine. Yeah, it is. You're right. So shut the fuck up, is what I'm saying. Shut up. I can hear you guys the entire time, and I'm trying to tell everybody else who can hear me what's going, what's going on. I'm trying. I'm thinking about the poor people at home watching this debacle. <laughs> I love... I love that word. <laughs> anyway. Right. We're already well past that. You're going to put down the mechanism and everything's going to go according to plan. Nobody has come up with a plan for the dragon, but we'll worry about that when the time comes. That's what I'm hearing. Okay. So, Linus. You and Fizbin are going to go back into the chain room. Oh, okay. That room is Nombre 35. For those of you following along in the module at home. <laughs> and... Nope. You can't think of any spells that'll get you up there. No, you're going to have to climb it. Alright, this is a... I was right the first time. It was 100 feet. So you guys are going to have to make a number of dex checks. Or acrobatics rolls, I guess, would work for you as well. It's not a... Well, it's not a... Is, are you wearing my hat again? And this is a chain! Oh, look at this. What do, what do you call this spell? <laughs> Interesting. What are you rolling? Oh, yeah. All right, you're good. All right, so you guys... Um, how long is this? This is... For how long does this last? One minute. To go 100 feet. 10, 6... Eh, we'll let you go. We'll let you get away with it. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry, Captain Mymorph. I have this off. Um, what, the volume? Yeah. That was my fault. Thank you for letting me know. And so how much you, of Zort, this was silent? <laughs> everything from... Everything up to the time. Except for me. They could hear me. Uh, Which okay. the good thing is they couldn't hear you whenever I, I was uh, frozen to you. So anyway, so Linus cast Featherfall preemptively... So they're light as a feather and just pull themselves up. Yeah. I did mute them all. You're right. Because I'm tired of listening to their bullshit. Let's be honest, guys at home. Oh, they missed all that witty banter between me and Will without <laughs> Adam. <laughs> they did. <laughs> That's true. Never to be heard again. <laughs> all right. So you guys, I'm going to bring you to a different part of the map. Well, you don't have to do that. I mean, is there something we got to do while we're up there? 
Mm, well. Wait for the signal. Oh, God. If he's got to take us to a map, then there's something going to happen. Right <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be that easy, did you? Well, All right, that's so, why I got fizzy with me. I'm going to reveal an area. Uh, make sure I'm revealing the right area. Uh, I was right. Okay. Okay, so... This is really... I'm trying to use these old isometric maps from uh, the original module. I'm oh, surprised wow. there, nobody has done a, 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 a map path. There is. There is something that I don't... I only have the one... I don't know where the other ones... Two of them disappeared. I had three of them. And I only have the middle portion right now. <laughs> oh, so you just wanted to get through the first part? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so I mean, for, for this part, it's fine for this. Um, so anyway... You see this. You guys you guys make your way up to area 61 there, which you can now see. Mm-mm. I can't. It's up to the top. I what? see it. Oh, it's oh, the top. Late, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. I yeah, you it. don't see it anyway. Only Will's guy and Fisbin. All right. I'm going to try to make this clear, but <laughs> it's not easy. Anyway, you get the idea. You see... A hole. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, down here. If you peek over that, yes, you see. Um, uh, well, you're not really at the stairway. Um, you don't see those doors. Well, you see at the end of that, you you do see on uh, right where that fifty eight is on that side. You do see two doors. Okay. Um. <clears throat> on that door, there is the ancient symbol of peace in Kryn, which is a lute. Um, the artwork dates these doors to the period of the, um, what do you call it, the elven uh, and dwarven cooperation when Pax Tharkis was built. Yeah, Fizzy and me go over to the doors. We got time to kill. Um, go. On the way over, there's that hole. Yeah. You hear voices coming from a good deal down. Like, they're not right below you. They're a good deal down. They're probably a good 60 feet down uh, from where you are. Okay. Do you look? Of course, we peek over the edge. Roll a stealth check. I got this. I think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got stealth. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a kinder for crying out loud. I do not. Oh. <laughs> Nineteen, right, 19. baby. You feel like you're stealthy. I'm gonna use your role for Fizbin too. Um, you see a huge looming chamber, which obviously exits to where you are above. Uh, there are also doors below. Um, obviously, the throne room for the elven and dwarven races that built the great fortress. Tall columns brace the ceiling, and a huge stone throne occupies a central spot. 
Tall, silvery mirrors line the walls, creating the impression that the room is even bigger than it really is. In the middle of the west wall, a pair of huge doors, easily 12 foot high by 20 feet wide, lead from the throne room. You also notice, I guess you'd see this from where you are now. Mm -hmm. Another opening. Here. Um, Which you can sort of see there and you can see that um where those those um big double doors were probably leads to that opening hard to tell for sure but that's what you think now can we sneak over and look down that other hole no not from where you are right now you got to go through doors to do that you could just see it from where you are. Oh, that's a room right here yes there's a room yeah there's a room there there's a door and then there's then we have to. Yeah, these were the doors you were going to on this side. Mm-hmm. You're right here right now, which is why you can now see this. Yeah. Who's who? Now who's down there talking? I'm gonna tell you. All right. A figure seated in the throne wears a hideous mask of a dragon lord. Not that you know that because it's the first dragon lord you've seen. Um, take a look at the picture on the, uh, the overlay, and that's what it looks like for those of you at home. Um, his hoarse voice rasps from behind the grotesque covering, addressing a cringing figure before him, someone that you have not met, but the audience has, as he says, Toad, you miserable rodent. You have the gift of ruining the simplest plans. As if kidnapping the elf maiden wasn't bad enough. Now, thanks to your idiocy, your incompetence, that cleric has been allowed to live, bringing my opposite power back among men. Find them and slay them all. Bring me their heads before the day is out. If that traitor that I planted among them does not do the job... Tannis is a traitor. (laughs) Then the task is on your shoulders. Hear me well, Toad. Either you, either your head or theirs will decorate my throne room tonight. The figure before the dragon lord cringes even more and begins to speak in a pathetic whine. Your most worshipful lord, I I offer my hopelessly inadequate apology. If if I had known the ones you seek were imprisoned in my cavern uh, caravan, uh, I would have brought their, you their heads personally as I brought you the head of the elf maid, Lorana. <coughs> he did not bring her the head. Right. Um, if not for the treachery of one of the lonesome Agar, which are gully dwarves, They would even now be kneeling before you, prisoners to your tender mercies. Enough, roars the dragon lord. You have my warning. Now go. The voice lowers, heavy with menace. And Toad, do not fail me again. So, few master Toad, the hobgoblin, scurries out the door... Um, which would be directly below if you're looking at the map. And um, 
Verminard sits back in his um, in his throne. You also see that there are six K-Pak Draconian guards in the throne room, um, and they're all they're all sort of standing um, toward that that door that Fumaster Toad left. Okay, and um, he seems to go back to studying something. Um, hard to tell what it's on a piece of parchment, but you from this uh, distance, even with your keen Kender eyes, uh, you obviously can't keen. read what that is. Yeah. All right, cool. Now we'll go over to the door. Which one? That one. Yeah, the one with the loot. All right. You open that up. Hell yeah, we do. Brings you to a um, a landing with a staircase. Oh, shit, we're supposed to be finding a mechanism. I almost forgot. <laughs> uh, typical Kender fashion. That's okay, though. <laughs> I'm in character, and I didn't even know it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that we'll, we'll have to check this out later. So we'll go back over to this other door, to that room. All right. Um, that is also open. And that brings you to here. And it and... continues down a hallway there and um, that um, many slender columns support a high ceiling 20 feet from the wall the floor drops sharply into a deep pit actually two pits separated by a stone wall the larger of these two is well lit Voices right from inside. That's what you heard before. The second smaller pit is dark. Ah, oh, man, I can't see down there. Well, okay, we got to find this mechanism thing. All right, there is. I mean, you. There is uh, more to this room. It goes. Oh, okay. If you want to continue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go down then. This leads to two doors. We'll go in. Which one? There's also a door. Oh, I see the other one. Yeah, there's basically we'll do this three. one first. There's one here. This one. Oh, then we'll do that one first. Yeah, that one up there. All right. Leads to a, another hallway. I wish I could do this fog of war thing a little bit easier, but you get the idea. Um, that continues around a corner. Okay. Well, then we'll go. We'll go down the hall into this room down here just to see what's in there. All right. Um, in that room, the huge room is chilly, exposed to the autumn drafts by a number of slit uh, windows along the curving walls. It follows the angle of the wall of the fortress out of sight, um, but you can follow it around. Um, it basically goes, I'm just going to highlight this because that's just a little hallway. Um yeah, then it we're goes gonna be, yeah, all around the room here. Ah, uh, um, the entire outer wall of the room is covered with paintings. The different styles and varying degree of aging indicate that they were created over a long span of Crin's history. The paintings show woodland scenes, rugged mountains several views of Pax Tharkis and portraits of various elves and dwarves dressed in fine costume. 
Um, you can tell just by the dust on the floor that nobody has been in here in centuries. Um, probably more. Um, no mechanism in here? No mechanism in here. God bless America. Okay. <laughs> um, the first paintings show a high mountain pass glittering in the light of the sun. Snowfields flash among the peaks and the thick forests cover the lower slopes. Many streams, swollen by the ponds and waterfalls, wind into the lowlands. A large band of sturdy dwarves labor in the pass, building the stone wall across the opening. Now many elves appear, bearing huge logs on low wagons, and the wall takes on a familiar form. First, the main wall of Pax Tharkis goes up, elves and dwarves working side by side in the monumental task. Then, even as two curtain walls rise on the slopes below the mountain, or sorry, but below the main wall, two mighty towers begin to each their way, reach, uh, inch their way into the sky. After a few pictures displaying the various stages of construction, during which the seasons make the yearly cycle several times, the fortress assumes its current shape. Following this series are a number of portraits displaying various elves and dwarves, usually dressed in, shi usually dressed in shiny plate mail and bearing gleaming weapons. A number of these paintings have been crudely defaced. Then begins a series where the mighty dragons rage about the, the towers of Pax Tharkis. Acid, lightning, fire, and cold all rain down upon the courageous defenders, driving them from the parapets to shelter within the solid walls. Soon, mighty dragons land all over the fortress, and it seems that the mighty Pax Tharkis has fallen. But then, new weapons appear. Long, slender, and gleaming like polished silver, these lances are carried by fighters of highest courage. Slowly, at a fearful cost, the dragons are driven from the towers and walls. Great gashes burrow into their scaly hides as they begin to bleed and die. Finally, although the parapets are red with the defender's blood, the skies are free of dragons, and it seems that peace has once again returned. At this point, the course of history has carried halfway around the room, Several more portraits follow, this time displaying human leaders in historic poses. Then the series ends. Faded spots on the wall show that more paintings hung here at one time. A pile of blackened ashes at the far end of the room provides a clue to their fate. Well, obviously, somewhere here on this here painting where it's all falling apart, it's got to be some kind of secret thing or thing you're doing my hicker that makes everything fall apart don't you Sweet. think that somebody just set fire to it well i, I, I what do you know <laughs> nothing i suppose well excellent how did you get my hat again is that my hat no you you you're yeah here <laughs> <laughs> all right well he's going to definitely take a look at the at the mural and all this different stuff, because there's obviously nothing else 
up here right unless we got to go down those stairs so he's going to be checking out this this painting trying to figure out if he can find something on it that would maybe be used to activate the the boulders uh no so, nothing in here okay so i don't even have to roll cool nope. <laughs> all right painfully obvious all right Oh, man, that means we got to go downstairs. I don't want to go downstairs. Come on, Fizzy. Well, there's also a way, and I didn't highlight it enough over here, uh, past the other doors, but you just decided to go through the doors. So. Oh, so we took the long way around. All <laughs> right, we'll go. Before we go down the stairs, then we'll check this one last thing out. Okay. Um, you find another hallway, which leads to a door. Okay, we'll go through the door. There. Yes, we do. All right, you find. Oh my gosh, a passageway. <laughs> oh my god, man, my my legs are getting tired here. Come on, and busy. You notice there's a. Well, I'll read it, I suppose. A narrow stone walkway covered with dust leads through the length of the Thardakian wall, high above the ground. To the right, ten feet below, are scattered oh. piles of massive granite. To the left, it. the mighty chain stretches across the darkness. Many chains, only slightly smaller, lead from this massive chain underneath the walkway, apparently connecting somehow with the stone blocks on the right. Yeah, I see. Okay, so I'm going to check out the chains and see if I can figure out, like, is there a pin or something that I pull and then it'll let all that garbage fall? All right, roll an investigation check. Man, I knew you'd say that. Six. <laughs> Fizzy, help me out here. You're a wizard. Fizzman right, will also roll an investigation check. All right, that's plus his intelligence. Um, so, yeah, he says, oh, what's that down in the corner? Well, we labeled A. <laughs> ah, it's written in dwarf. I can't read that. Or maybe it's elf. Yeah, I can't so read that if, you, if you look all the way down. All the way over here. In the corner. Yeah. Um, you see um, a large screw and winch mechanism can be used to release the chain. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so the problem is. Yeah, the it's problem is. Very big. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. But All right. <sighs> do you, now are you going to do it now? I'm just going to test it. <laughs> Because it's a screw, it's got to go around a couple of re well, it's uh, like revolutions, a, it's a screw right? And a winch, so you've got the you've got a handle to pull or to push. Mm -hmm. Righty tighty, lefty loosey. Uh, okay, <laughs> so I could just well. give it a nudge, you know, and see if if it's going right. to give it all. Or roll if I need to a strength or athletics check. This is what I'm talking about. So there you go. Three. <laughs> I wait no 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 hold on uh because of the fabulous viewers before i have some inspiration to use okay I'm going to use one of my inspiration all right so, let's go back okay 
Second time. Here it goes. That's right. <laughs> Eight. I just need to spend like four more. <laughs> you feel like it could move. If only you could get it to move. No shit. <laughs> but like you feel like you're really confident that you felt something give a little bit. There's no indication of that in the, in the boulders of, of granite below. Okay, so with taking a look at this screw and wench mechanism winch, thing. Not wench, that's a completely different thing altogether. That's what I said. <laughs> Screwing like, the wench is not a possibility here. It's a, it's a completely different game. <laughs> so the uh, does it look like it's rusted and whatnot and or like got a bunch of gunk on it? So maybe that I mean, it has looks something a little bit rusted it? because it's been here for a very long time. Okay, so one, I'm going to use prestidigitation to clean it up. Okay. Okay, yeah. so hold on. Got to make a roll. Okay, we're, we're good. Okay. And then um, I guess I don't need to use mending. Prestidigitation would be the same thing. It's not broken. Yeah, exactly. So um, um, You did seem to um, freshen up some of it. Because uh, this is a cantrip, freshen up some of it by the, um, you know, where you're starting to pull, get rid of some of the rust. It looks a little bit better. Um, okay. But still. Do I think I need to cast it more than once? If you had, if I thought that you had any idea what you were doing, I would give an answer to that. But I don't know how to respond <laughs> to how. <laughs> so what do, you, what do you think you need to do? So he's going to cast it one more time, just okay. to be sure. All right. Okay. Roll right. again. D twenty. Yeah, here it comes. Okay. Right. Yep. There you clear off some more. Okay, so now he'll try it again, just to give it a just just a nudge, just okay. just a nudge. All right, Fizzy, hold up. Back away. No, actually, a sec. No, don't. My okay. name is Fizzban. Fizzban the Fabulous. Yes, Fizzban. Sorry. I don't call you. What's your name? 16. I um, am Linus the. Uh, hmm. Gotta think of another word with an L. Because you're Fizzban the Fabulous. You got the F, F lazy, thing going on. Lazy. Lethargic. I, that's just rude. Okay, so, <laughs> so how will the 16 do? Um, it moves a little bit, and you okay, and cool. you, you and and the 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 chains give a little bit. Ah, okay, cool. We figured it out. All right, so you know it's gonna be really hard to hear when things are going, and they need us to to do this. Oh, we can just look over here. the top behind you. Turn around. Oh, down here. <laughs> if you look over this down way, the, yeah, um, you can see the entire courtyard from here. Oh, okay. Wow. This is kind of uneventful. I'm kind of bored now. Uh, they need to hurry up. Fisbin says, I agree. And he sits back, puts his hat over his eyes, and he's immediately snoring. I take his hat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You are now wearing his hat. Excellent. Okay, cool. So I think what we're going to do is call it here for tonight since we've got one of the four <laughs> others. Um, since there's only two party members right now. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, Garel's job is to, to smash <laughs> after, once things go bad or well. Right. 
or um, well, depending yeah. on your point of view. So since we're at eleven thirty, we're just we're going to end it a little bit early tonight. Sorry about okay. that, folks. But we've got um, uh, a number of things going on. Unforeseeable. Tonight. Yeah. So sorry about that. But uh, some things came up um, that folks have to deal with. Life happens, you know. Not to me. Hey, to they got to see. You know what? What? Here you go, chat. If you can think of a good word for Linus to have after Linus. Linus no, the Leaper? it's got to be like the something leper? spectacular. Yeah. No, <laughs> oh, no, like uh, Linus the Ludicrous. No. <laughs> but you lavish, start to say the lavish. Uh, lavish makes him so, luscious. That <laughs> sounds like a point. <laughs> Linus the Luscious in Dragonlands. Okay, I'm second thought. Watch Skip Linus it. the Luscious use his Dragonlands tonight on Wicked Studios LLC. <laughs> Yeah, skip it. No, and, and and my morph, he is on the lookout for a nice blanket. I'm gonna get one. Yeah, my morph also says use your thieves' tools as if you're actually a thief. Bag. I have used my thieves' tools. Yeah, I could you, just you I, could, very good with them. I couldn't use it on a winch. No. So, but there you go. Well, you could have tried. It wouldn't have helped, but you could have done it. Yeah. So anyway, guys, check us out <laughs> here Tuesday nights. Everything's at 9 p.m. here. Makes it easy. This way we don't forget. Tuesday nights, Greyhawk Adventures, where we play in the classic E. Gary Gygax world of Greyhawk. Wednesday nights, we throw caution to the wind. And instead of playing Dungeons & Dragons, I don't play anything. I've got that off. But Will plays... In the Vampire the Masquerade 5e, is that the new version? It's the fifth edition. The yes. fifth edition. I don't know how new they it call is. it. They call it V5. It's actually, I think it came out last year. V5. Yeah, oh. it, yeah, just last year. I don't know because I've never played it. But they're playing the Vampire cool. the Masquerade game, Wicked City Kindred. Am, am I right on this, Kim Chim? That that would totally be Adam's game? I think I, so. Because he could just talk tons and tons and tons. Absolutely. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no one invited me to. That was a compliment, even no, though you don't realize it was. Thank you. No, was it? <laughs> I'm still going to take it as such. And on uh, that was Wednesdays, and on Fridays, of course, we have Dragonlance. Um, usually, there's more of us. But thank you guys for hanging out with us here on a Friday night. So, have a great weekend. Be safe. Wash those hands. Wash your hands. Don't forget to love each other. Let's put away all the bullshit. And we'll be back here Tuesday night to play some Greyhawk. I just want to hug you now, Adam. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you. That was a sweet moment. I'm glad you were all here to witness that. Right. Hold on. See you. Oh, I did it. Oh, look at this. There you go. Will's transformation into a teenage girl is complete. <laughs> uh, you gotta die. <laughs> <laughs> huh, I didn't yeah. expect that part of it. Anyway, oh, guys, <laughs> thanks again for watching. Sorry for uh, bailing a little bit early, but we got uh, the bulk of it out. And, and next time, we are going to conclude the Dragons of Flame module. They were asked. They were we asking the earlier, what's the next module? The next Dragons module. Of, Dragons of Hope. You can see it. Dragons of Hope. Uh, Aha! Whoever said that was correct. Yeah, Dragons of Hope is next. Is and is that when you're going to actually have maps that work then? No. 
<laughs> Fuck you. No, of course not. And there goes the love right out yeah. the window. <laughs> no, that's gotta, still with it's love. really annoying because I've got to put together those other fucking maps. Well, I guess I don't need to do the bottom one again. But the middle one, if that's not there. Anyway, well, I'll figure that out on my own. We'll see you guys next time. Hey, everybody. This is Adam, your dungeon master for Dragonlance. Join us every week as we play through the Dragonlance modules in 5th edition using all new characters. But don't worry, your favorites from the books and modules appear often as NPCs and sometimes in strange situations. Don't forget to like us on YouTube slash Mr. Adam PL, that's M-R-A-T-O-M-P-L, and follow us on twitch.tv slash Wicked Studios, LLC. And we'll see you next week on Dragonlance.